I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Unbreakable You podcast. Welcome, welcome. I am sitting here right now, cozied up in my office. It is snowing outside as it has been for like the past week. And it doesn't so much feel like mid-November, but rather mid-December. So I am full-on Christmas mode over here, and I'm loving it. My mom and I did some baking this weekend, which was super fun, and we had some Christmas movies playing in the background, and it was just so nice. And now I am looking forward to this week, and I hope your week has been off to a great start already, We are halfway through, and in this episode, I am joined by the incredible Maddie Miles to talk all about our menstrual cycle and syncing with your cycle. Maddie talks a lot about syncing with your cycle over on her Instagram page, The Maddie Miles. We have that linked up for you in the show notes. And I just always love her posts so much. If you've ever been on her Instagram page before, you can just see how vibrant she is and how passionate she is about talking about the different phases of the menstrual cycle. Now, I also love talking about the menstrual cycle. And if you have been listening to the podcast for quite some time already, you'll know that we've had many episodes about the four different phases within the menstrual cycle. So menstruation, the follicular phase, ovulation, and then the luteal phase. So we've talked about this before, but I do believe that with every guest, they have something different to share with us and to offer. And I just personally love how excited Maddie gets about talking about periods and also just supporting your body through food and lifestyle practices through the entire menstrual cycle. So throughout all four of those phases, not just your period. Maddie has also developed a PMS supplement called Soothe. So we talk about her supplement that is literally changing the lives of so many women around the world. So stay tuned to learn about the herbs that are in that natural supplement she offers. I'm excited to get my hands on it. And I know you're going to love this episode, so let's dive in and I will see you next week. Hey 
Hey, Maddie, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to finally have you on. It's just been forever that I've been wanting to have you on. Meg, I know. Thank you seriously so much for having me. We've played a little bit of like podcast tag, I feel like for the last few months, but nonetheless, we are here and we're going to talk about some amazing juicy stuff that all of your listeners are really going to benefit from. Absolutely. And I feel like, well, you and I connected over on Instagram as so many of us do. And I honestly feel like we're kind of soul sisters in a way. I think the very first Instagram DM you ever sent me was like, did I just find my twin? (laughs) And I just loved that coming from you. So obviously I needed to have you on the show because I know everyone is going to love what you have to share. But before we dive in, if you want to give like a little intro to everyone and share a little bit about who you are and what you're up to. Absolutely. So my name is Maddie Miles. For anyone who doesn't know me, I am an integrative health practitioner. I'm an herbalist and I am a female hormone expert. And I'm also the founder of Peace Love Hormones. So that is um, my my period stigma ending brand uh, that helps to uplift and empower menstruators through education and top quality functional supplements. And what got me into all of this was really just going through the ringer with my own health and hitting rock bottom multiple times. Um, I mean, with an eating disorder when I was younger, that was, you know, an, a roller coaster of a battle for six years, insomnia, chronic panic attacks, and anxiety and depression and Lyme's disease. Like I've, I've been through the ringer with it, um, with my health and, you know, throughout the conventional medicine system. So I, I've really seen it all. Like I said, I hit rock bottom and I got to recover. And now I'm helping others heal themselves. And also full disclosure, I want to let everyone know that I am on my period right now. And so my brain is a little bit like, I like to joke around. It's not really joking though. It's literally like mush right now. And I am not the most energetic. So for anyone who knows me, um, if you've listened to other podcast episodes, it's really cool to see me in like each of my different phases and how you know, I communicate differently and how my energy is different. And that's what we're going to get into today as well. It's just really like um, embracing the different phases of your cycle. If you're like, what the heck are the phases? And you don't even know about that. Don't worry, we'll get into it. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to full disclosure, this girl's on her period and the brain is not functioning as sharp as I am in other phases. Totally. Yeah. Whenever I am on my period, which I just wrapped it up like yesterday. Um, so we're not super synced, but I just finished the phase that you're on. Um, but I always like show up on Instagram and let everyone know that I'm kind of going to be a little behind the scenes while I'm on my period because that's how I feel. I just feel a little like hermit-like and not so social while I am on my period. And so while you were sharing that, I was like, oh my gosh, we totally could have like scheduled this for another week when you (laughs) didn't feel like that. Um, But I think it's cool to talk about how we feel on all of these 
different cycles that we go through every month. And we have talked about it on the show before, so my listeners are familiar with that. But I always love having different people come on and talk about it in their own words and their own experiences. And I just love your approach to supporting menstruators like with their cycle because you just kind of approach it with this level of fun and being excited about your cycle. So If you want to talk a little bit more about your background, though, I know our listeners are always pretty interested in doing a deeper dive into like what actually brought you to being so excited about talking about periods and hormones. Totally. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, we're just raised in a society where there's a total lack of education around the female cycle and about how our bodies work. And so being a female myself, um, being a woman, I have, you know, experienced this firsthand. I've experienced what it's like to, to have not a clue about like, I, I didn't even know what estrogen and progesterone and testosterone, like all of these words that are my first language now were not my first language. Not only were they not my first language, I didn't even know what those were um, for most of my life, especially like adolescence and puberty and like crucial years of our life where us women were developing our brains and our bodies and to just have no idea what's going on during that time, I think is like it should be a birthright. It should be a birthright that we're born and we are just given this knowledge and also that we're given the knowledge on how to heal from a true like root cause level because, you know, we've gotten very, in my opinion, we've gotten very cocky with medical advancements and um, we've almost just forgotten and like just don't even care about how to truly heal the body. It's just like, oh, you know, we can prolong your life, but you're not, the quality of life has really gone down. So yes, through, you know, medications and technology, we're able to like suppress certain things, you know, for a certain amount of time, we're able to prolong someone's life for a certain amount of time, but the quality of life is still like, we're really, really sick. And that's talking, you know, speaking on society as a whole and to get even more niche into my specific niche, which is women's health, we've been very suppressed for a very long time and in so many different ways. And, um, you know, so that's really where my passion lies is because I am a woman, I've gotten to experience it firsthand and having been so sick, you know, from, from the time that I was in fifth grade throughout, you know, throughout college, I really struggled and I was so confused. I thought my body was a lemon. You know, I used to tell my parents all the time, like, I'm sorry that you had like a fucked up child, you know, <laughs> like there's four of us. And I would just n- not really jokingly say that to them because I was just, if it wasn't one thing, it was the next. If it wasn't an eating disorder, it was, I had chronic insomnia and couldn't sleep at night and was seeing a specialist for that. Or, you know, I contracted Lyme's disease and then I was battling that for, you know, four months. And so that was actually a really pivotal time in my life as well, because that was the first time that I worked with an integrative doctor to uh, eradicate something using strictly herbs. So it was a four month herbal protocol. And that's really when my eyes got opened up to herbs. So, you know, for anyone listening who doesn't know me, I have an herbal supplement right now that helps with women's hormones and um, balancing those out and, you know, kicking that PMS to the curb, because we know that if our body is functioning properly, um, then our hormones, our chemical messengers will also be 
very happy and signet and you know signaling positive feedback loops from the brain to the ovaries, all of that jazz. And uh, we will not experience PMS because PMS is not normal. That's another you know, that's another fact idea, practice, whatever you want to call it, that I really drive home a lot on social media is that PMS is not normal. It's common, but common and normal are not the same thing. Um, so, you know, over 80% of menstruators experience PMS and 15 of us, you know, report experiencing it so brutal that it keeps us from doing our everyday tasks, such as like going to work or going to school, taking care of the kids, your dog, taking care of yourself. So, you know, there's so many, oh gosh, like I could talk for like an hour about why I'm so passionate about all of this, because really there's so many reasons why I'm so passionate about it all. And it's why I don't view it as a job. I just view it as like, we truly are all put on this earth for a reason. We all have, you know, a reason that we're here on this earth. And I think that this was mine. And, you know, for so long, I was really ashamed of everything that I went through. I thought I was like all alone and just this crazy person for having been so sick on both an emotional, spiritual and physical level. And then realizing that, no, we all struggle actually. And that's what the issue is, is like, again, going back to what I said before, like our quality of life has actually decreased. And so for me to be on this earth and to be that source of light for everyone, um, because I am, I do like to make light of a lot of like things that are maybe not so happy or joyous <laughs> because that's just who I am. I also like side note, have a, you know, very funny family, very sarcastic. Um, so I do like to make light of things. And a lot of people tell me like, you were, you know, just so happy all the time and radiant. And like, number one, I just want to say, I'm not happy all the time. I'm human. Um, but I will say I'm very positive about things. Like I, when something crappy happens, I still am like, let's see the positive in this because there's no point in just dwelling on it and, you know, thinking negative thoughts. So anyway, that's a little side note. Thank you for saying that before. Um, cause I do, I, it's, it's interesting when it's your own work because you don't see it, how other people do. It's just like how we don't see our bodies, how other people do or, you know, whatever. So, um, it is, it's really cool to hear that feedback though, because I'm like, I'm just showing up as me, but I guess people like it. So I'm just going to keep doing it. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, and to kind of sum it up, like what I do in my background and like why I'm so passionate about all of this, um, you know, I would say just the biggest thing was going through it with my own health and also studying nutrition and dietetics in undergrad. And then also like seeing it in the classroom, how it's being taught and that it was still this like one approach, like one size fits all and being like, there's, this is so surface level. I remember just thinking like, it's so surface level. Like I'm healing my body right now with a dope team of integrated practitioners. And after, you know, eight plus years of going through Western medicine practices. And um, I'm like, you know, this is the first time I'm really like experiencing a bio-individualized approach to my health, you know, in terms of like nutrition and sleep and lifestyle and stress and, um, you know, talking about herbal medicine and supplementation, even like vitamin IVs, you know, all of these meditation, all of these things that were never addressed when I was hospitalized, when I was in partial hospitalization, you know, you name it. So, uh, yeah, I, I was just like, okay, there's gotta be something more to this. So that is what got me into all this personal research. And, you know, I'm, I'm, pretty much always in school. Like I'm actually about to start school up again for a very specific herbalist program. Um, so that's kind of like the funny thing is like, 
I'm always just doing a million things. Like I was literally talking to my dad earlier today and he was like, can I call you today? Like and check in. And, and he's one of my best friends. And I told him, I like just told him everything that I had going on today. He's like, why are you so busy? <laughs> like, why are you and, doing all this stuff? And you're on your period too. <laughs> right. I know. I know. That's why I like today is actually the busiest day of my entire week. And then like I, I did acupuncture and cupping yesterday. I have, I'm seeing my chiropractor and my massage therapist on Friday. So I'm definitely adding in. A, and that's another thing that I teach women is like, you know, especially for us entrepreneurs or not even entrepreneurs, like if you're working for corporate and you, you know, are working underneath some 65 year old man who does not respect your cycle, I totally understand that we still have obligations that we need to show up for, you know, some, a lot of us are moms, like there's still things that we have to do, but it's just finding that balance, you know, balance is the name of the game for everything. So, you know, while you're in your menstrual cycle, like I work with, I have a lot of women in my private practice who are cycling instructors or some type of fitness instructor. And I think that they're a great example because, you know, I understand that that's their job and they can't just like not go, but there are hacks that you can do. So I tell them decrease their intensity. No one's walking over there and checking the intensity on the bike. So, you know, decrease that intensity. Um, but also just incorporate some more self-care during that time. So, you know, you may have that meeting or that project to do, or, a cycling class or whatever it is, but if you can go then, you know, get a massage, or if you can even just lay on an acupuncture mat, like 20 bucks on Amazon, or, um, you know, turn your phone up, be really strict about turning off all technology, you know, at a certain time and cooking yourself a nice meal while listening to your favorite podcast or your favorite show. Like these are all forms of self-care and it's very like bio-individualized, like what feels good for you. Um, and it's just taking time to do that because our menstrual phase, which is our period, um, it's a very short time of the month, but our hormones are at our lowest and the energy is going to be at its lowest naturally. And so the less that we fight it and resist it, and the more we just flow with it and embrace like just how our body is feeling naturally, the better we're going to feel not only during our period, but throughout our entire cycle. And you'll see it improve your relationships with your friends, with your partner, you know, your family, um, with yourself as well. So yeah. I love that. Like literally allowing yourself to flow with your flow, right? Like while mm -hmm. you're on your period. So while you're in this phase, Maddie, what are some of your favorite practices? Because I know you love suggesting certain things like foods and even lifestyle things while you're in the different phases of your cycle. So I thought that would be helpful for our listeners to just go through each phase and talk about what you personally feel makes the biggest impact. Totally. So this is perfect timing because I'm literally in it right now. And I am obsessed with body work. So I am and for anyone who hasn't done like any type of like human design readings on themselves, or, you know, there's this quiz that you can take like your erotic desires to like, just, I think everyone should make it their goal for this come because this year's almost done, but for the remainder of this year and for 2022, to just know yourself as deeply as you possibly can. And so for me, I've decided through, or I've discovered through my human design, my erotic blueprint, all of these things that I am very, I'm very sensual. I really like touch. That's what like really grounds me. 
So um, something that I do every single day, no matter what phase of my cycle I'm in, I go stick my feet in grass outside. That is really, really grounding for me. The mornings that I don't start off that way, I, I'll get to the afternoon. I'm like, why do I feel so anxious? Because I didn't ground today. Um, so in my menstrual phase, I really like to up that up. And I like to get the, I literally like plan out my month so that, oh, when I'm going to see John, my massage therapist, it's during my period. So um, that as well as, you know, my incredible Dr. Bailey, she's my chiropractor. They actually are in the same practice here at, in Austin. So I see them both. I like go get adjusted and then I go get a massage um, and then cupping and acupuncture. That has just been, I mean, I really love traditional Chinese medicine. That was a part of my schooling as well. And I really, really love it. So I try to do that actually every single week. One of my like, best girlfriends here is a traditional Chinese medicine doctor. And so she will do it on me. Um, but I understand that like, depending on where you live and that could, all of these things can add up, you know, they can get expensive. So um, I mentioned before, like Amazon you can go type in acupuncture mat and it's an acupressure mat. I literally have one in my room and like just laying on that, like bare back for five to 10 minutes and like just breathing is just as beneficial, I believe. Um, really all it is, is like the less that you are, the, the more that you can disconnect from stressors. So your phone, your computer, even the TV, like things that are like blue light, they're stressors, you know, kind of keeping you involved in that like digital world and the more that you can actually like take a step back and be more out in nature I'm a big fan of that all phases of your cycle but especially your period because your tolerance for bullshit is already like treading on thin ice during your period so if you're just like consuming if your time is just like consuming you know things on Instagram that aren't you know beneficial for you or if you're just like watching TV and you're slouching, like all of these things are just going to further impact how you feel during your period. So, you know, in our period, it's the first phase of our cycle. So it really sets us up. It can set you up for success for the rest of your cycle, or it can, you know, make for really annoying PMS filled cycle. So it's really important that we, you know, we start things off right. Our period is like, the time where we are literally shedding our uterine lining, our endometrium. Um, and we also get to release anything that did not serve us beforehand and really just start fresh. This is the time to like, just get your journal and just like journal, literally write down your intentions for the next cycle. So those are some great tips, I think, for your, for your period in terms of like nutrients as well, making sure that you're eating more grounding, more nourishing foods. And iron-rich foods, magnesium-rich foods, a lot of women experience those cravings around their period. And, you know, that's just because your body is like, it's, it's deficient in a nutrient. Um, it's not because you're broken. It's not because, you know, you're out of control or you're crazy hormonal. It's, it's asking for something. So again, like our symptoms are actually just ways of telling us that something's going on within the body, whether it be a hormone imbalance or a nutrient deficiency, um, inflammation, uh, you name it. So they're really just, you know, that's why I love journaling and being able to like, just be really in tune with your body because you get to track what's going on. And then you can see if things are cyclical or not. So 
Amazing. So while you are on your period right now, what is like your favorite meal right now that is just feeling really nourishing to you? I'm obsessed with kitchery this week. Um, have you ever had it before? I haven't, but I saw it in your stories and I've also studied like Ayurveda and TCM. So everything that you're just sharing with us, I'm like, yes, we are so on the same page. (laughs) You have to try kitchery. Um, it's so delicious. So it's just a mung bean, um, like it's, it's very similar to like a doll. So, uh, and that's D-A-H-L, but it's like, it uses very healing spices. And one of my really good girlfriends here in Austin owns a Ayurvedic spice company. And so she actually has a kitchery blend and I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing it right. I know some people do pronounce it differently, but this girl over here has always said kitchery. So that's what I'm going to (laughs) say. Um, but you can do rice. Traditionally, it's usually just like white rice. I actually... I kind of get funky with it. I'll, I'll normally do quinoa. Um, I really, really love quinoa and it's a complete protein and I'm vegan. So I, I do love the quinoa addition. Um, today I actually had it with wild rice, which wild rice is, oh, I love wild rice I too. I love all rice. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And then you can use split mung beans or you can use like red lentils. So I, I really just use like whatever I have on hand. Um, for me, you know, really it's just the principle of like those healing spices and having very, uh, I mean, they're kind of bland foods, you know, I mean, it's bland, but it tastes really good. Cause I'll put coconut milk in mine. I'll put some mushroom broth in mine. Um, and then, you know, if you saw my stories today, you saw like, I also added some other things to the bowl. So I added some wakame, which is really great for, um, iron and iodine to replenish those during your bleed. And then I also added some avocado and flaxseed for those healthy fats and some Japanese sweet potato for some more complex carbs. So it was like such a, a loaded nourishing bowl. And I mean, it's just been such a steady energy, you know, like I had that at 1230 PM and it's 4:30, and I'll probably have like a little something after this call to hold me over until dinner time. But I mean, like no blood sugar crashes. I'm not hungry an hour or two afterwards. Like it's so warm, delicious, healing, and it's steady. Yes. And that's another thing that makes a big difference for me. Actually, two things is I always notice such a big difference when I include like different types of seaweeds or even just like wakame. I love wakame, but including that while I'm on my period, I've noticed makes such a big difference. I just feel better and also prioritizing warming foods versus like eating cold foods and just bringing your awareness to that, right? Like, okay, instead of having my normal smoothie today, I'm going to have like this warm nourishing bowl of whatever instead. And it really does make a huge difference. Totally, totally. Yeah, I actually used to be like a smoothie queen and I had smoothies a lot and realized it was creating like a lot of inflammation and gas within my body because I'm a vata dosha. Uh, you said you liked Ayurvedic medicine. So I was like, you yeah, like this. And yeah, it's like the, the combination of like 
mixing fruit with a bunch of other foods and like having cold raw food was actually like really impacting my digestion so it's sad because I like love smoothies and I do treat myself like once a week to like my favorite smoothie bowl place here in Austin and like get just like a loaded smoothie bowl um but I'm drinking my warm ginger tea and I'm having it I like have to let it kind of get to room temperature a little bit before I eat it or else my stomach will just like not feel the best (laughs) for the the day but totally during your period like focusing on those warm grounding foods for sure and nourishing too you know um like don't have like a hot hot pocket (laughs) you know like having like nourishing food that's going to actually make you feel better um and not leave you crampy and bloated and breaking out amazing yeah okay so moving on to the follicular phase what, what's happening there and what are some of those practices that are going to leave us feeling our best or what do you so, do in like your life right that makes you feel your best yeah so with the cycle thinking phase um that follows right after your bleed so once you're done bleeding you can start tracking that you know follicular phase um and again every woman is, is every menstruator is different but on average it's about like seven to ten days um and so this is when our follicle stimulating hormone is increasing which allows for our follicles to grow and the follicles are are the eggs little ovum um and then around like day nine slash ten our estrogen really starts to increase which starts to decrease our follicle stimulating hormone Um, And why? This is just because we only want one egg to be ready for ovulation and to be fertilized if that is what you're trying to do, if that is the goal you're trying to get pregnant. Um, So that is, that's really what's going on with like your hormones and, you know, it's the follicle stimulating hormone that is the kind of like, that's where we get the name, the follicular state, the follicular phase. And your energy is definitely increasing with that estrogen increasing. If you look at like a chart of your hormones throughout your cycle, it goes in like this nice little like wave, this, this nice little flow. Maybe you can like link this up for people to see in the show notes or something, because it, it is really nice to just like see that at a glance. Um, but you'll see like with that estrogen increasing, and then even like as you get to when you ovulate, which is only for the span of 12 to 24 hours, um, then you get like the peak in your testosterone, in your estrogen. And so it's like this nice wave that we're riding up to like the most energy that we're going to have throughout our entire cycle. So naturally during the um, follicular phase, you know, my energy does start to increase a lot. I tend to run more on like the energetic side. Again, that's so Vata of me to like yes. <laughs> most of the time be like, you know, want. I have to control that though. I have to, again, go back to the balance because, you know, even when you do have an abundance of energy, that isn't permission to just deplete yourself. So um, I, in my follicular phase, I really like to get more into like the cycling and like the cardio workouts and, you know, <clears throat> use that energy for good. And then in terms of business, I really like to like just plan everything out for like that month. Um, you know, what I like sit down and go, okay, I'm in my political phase right now. When I'm in my menstrual phase next, like what do I want to have accomplished by then? And then once I have that list, I kind of like structure it around like how I can fit it in throughout the next few weeks. Um, and uh, 
my favorite food during this phase is avocado. Mm, always a great <laughs> I, choice. <laughs> I eat avocado all cycle long, but I especially love that it's just extra nourishing during this phase. Um, and so, yeah, and then you get into the ovulatory phase, which it's like I said before, you only ovulate over the span of 12, 24 hours, but we say that there's an, like a phase, um, the ovulatory phase, aka like the fertile phase, because sperm can actually stay alive in your cervix due to multiple factors. One, your cervix is open during that phase. Your cervix opens up again during those 12, 24 hours. Um, but also like, the pH of your vagina changes during those like five-ish days leading up to your ovulation um, to make it actually more uh, friendly for sperm to survive in there. Outside of that window, it's actually hospitable for sperm to live. So I don't know if you've heard of um, like Fexi or if anyone's heard of Fexi, it's this yeah. brand that's actually, yeah, it's trying to like, it's their goal is non-hormonal birth control and you can change the pH of your vagina using their gel. I'm not the biggest fan because I, again, like our vagina is very sacred and to, you know, be artificially changing the pH of it is not, I don't, I'm like, okay, I appreciate the effort but it's still big pharma and it's still trying to just, you know, like that's not natural for our vagina. So my goal is, and I'm sure your goal is too, is let's teach everyone the, about the fertile phase. And I actually have a whole podcast episode dedicated to talking about that phase and talking about the fertility awareness method and realizing and educating on that. Like we're not actually fertile all the time. So pregnancy is there's, you know, an unspoken epidemic of fertility issues within, you know, the country. And it's actually the sad reality is it's very hard for women um, especially American women to get pregnant because of the hormonal contraceptive usage because of living in a man's world where we're running you know on very low fumes all the time and you know that stress impacts fertility and also impacts you know our nutrient stores and we're all nutrient deficient, which impacts fertility. Um, and so there are a bunch of different things that we could get into, but you know, it's it's just important to remember that I know we've been sold from the moment that we've come into this earth that we're fertile all the time and that we need to be on hormonal birth control, but we're actually not fertile all the time. Um, and pregnancy prevention or successfully getting pregnant should never just be on the woman. Um, so it's definitely a conversation to have with your partner and be like, Hey, this is on YouTube. <laughs> right. Um, you know, so on, on both ends, because I've had many women come to me who are like, they're having trouble getting pregnant. And, you know, I always say like, first things first girl, like this is also him. Like we need to make sure like his sperm count is, you know, his sperm's quality and his sperm count is there. And, you know, he's eating right for, fertility and you know all that stuff so absolutely um, just a nice little reminder and then after you ovulate you get into the luteal phase which is the phase that many women hate because they experience pms during this phase um but again that's not normal and we can you know we can fix that through nutrition and lifestyle herbal medicine and just decreasing stress um but that is like the phase where things start to decrease progesterone is like the dominant hormone during that phase. And if you did successfully fertilize during your ovulatory phase, um, during your ovulation, uh, then your progesterone will continue to increase to nourish 
that embryo. But if you did not fertilize an egg, um, then everything is going to shed. And then you have your period and you literally start all over again. So we really go in this like cool cyclical manner. You know, we cycle throughout the month, we cycle with the seasons and it's really beautiful. You get to experience like four different versions of yourself. Yes. And they really are. I mean, I had hypothalamic amenorrhea for 12 years. And so I just like didn't know all of these different versions of myself. You know, I didn't even know the version of myself who could have a period, right? Or who could like experience all of these things. And I actually recently I shared this with one of my clients while we were working through one of my coaching programs on like getting your period back. And we were talking about being like committed throughout recovery. And I said, one of the things that really helped me stay committed was knowing that like I hadn't met this version of myself yet and she deserved a chance and I just kept kind of like fighting for her every day right even if it is hard to do all of these things to get your period back I kept like showing up for her every day so I love that you said there's literally like four different versions of ourselves that we get to meet on a monthly basis so it's really beautiful that's so beautiful that's such a great way to view it too is like there's still this whole part of me that I haven't gotten to meet and she's literally just begging to come out um yeah like I I didn't have a libido for pretty much my entire life until getting off hormonal birth control (laughs) and now that like I'm off the pill and I have my cycle regulated and back like I actually experienced that surge and like wanting to have sex during the ovulation. And um, it's just so great for so many things. I mean, my hair, my skin, uh, our, our bones, everything. I don't want to say just me, it's for everyone, you know, like when we're ovulating and having a period, um, oh, we are just so powerful. We're always powerful, but you know, we're like, yeah, unbeatable. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So Maddie, I do want to make sure that we talk about your incredible supplement because I think mm-hmm. it most women, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of women will use it in this luteal phase mm-hmm. when they're experiencing the PMS. Um, so why don't you just yeah. kind of tell us more about it? I believe it's called Soothe, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. it is. And so I actually recommend to take Soothe all month long, especially because most women coming to use it, they do experience that PMS. So I say to use it all month long. Um, I'm not saying you have to use it for the rest of your life. Um, you know, maybe for the first, you know, two to three months, you're using it every single day until those PMS symptoms, basically you're using it every single day until those PMS symptoms are nada. And then you can use it as needed. Um, so, you know, that's where you really get into you know, hacking your cycle and knowing your cycle and being so in tune with yourself that you're like, oh, I'm going to have a really stressful month this month because I'm looking at my work calendar or school calendar, or maybe it's the holidays, whatever it is. I know I'm going to be really stressed. I'm taking Soothe every day. Um, so, you know, but I do recommend in like the first, the first part, because any type of, uh, nutrition plan um, or nutrition change, supplement change, anything like that can take up to 12 to 16 weeks to actually start 
reaping the full benefits. However, the cool thing about herbs is um, I've actually been seeing that it starts to work within less than the first cycle for women. Um, so that's really exciting. Soothe is comprised of 10 different herbs, um, both Chinese and Native American herbs that have been used. I did not create these herbs. These herbs have been around for millennia um, to help women with most of their gynecologic complaints. Um, hello, menstrual brain. Um, but you know, they, they've been around forever and ever. And, um, and herbs are just, they're incredible, but they're also, they are very powerful. So, you know, I pretty much my only caveat to not take it is if you do have the type of PCOS where you have high LH, high luteinizing hormone, I do not recommend taking Soothe because of the chase berry in there. Um, but other than that, and of course, if you have like, you know, sensitivities to any of these things, there is ginger in there. So if you have like a ginger sensitivity or a licorice sensitivity, of course, don't take anything that you're sensitive to. Um, but for the most part, this is just a really solid, incredible thing to take if you're experiencing any type of PMS or perhaps you don't have a period. I'm actually, uh, my second blend, I have two other blends that I have. I just, I'm not ready to release yet because I'm, I'm still a one woman show. And that's so I really, exciting, Maddie. Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, you know, I, it's, it's such a passion of mine, but I decided like, sometimes I like have to remind myself like, well, I just actually started selling Sooth back in July, um, which was not that long ago. It feels like it's been so long because I've already sold out four times now. I was just um, going to let everyone know that literally when you launch this like soothe supplement you're sold out like instantly so it's just really supporting so many women around the world yeah it really is it's it's amazing it, again it has like those traditional uh female cycle balancers like bupleurum um don kai extract chaseberry extract um, but it also just has like really other great things in there that a lot of PMS supplements don't have. And it's also clinically dosed. So, you know, the issue with a lot of like the, um, like herbal supplements for female hormones out on the market, they just don't have enough of the right herbs to actually like make a difference. Um, or perhaps they're gummy and they're full of a bunch of other crap in there that is actually not great for your hormones. So, um, it's like very counterproductive. <laughs> and so that's why, you know, I, I love Soothe so much. It's my baby. I actually was in the gym earlier today, not working out because I'm on period, but I was actually in the sauna and I got out all sweaty, kind of frazzled, whatever. And this really sweet woman came up to me and was like, you're Maddie, right? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I take Soothe. Like my friend showed me your page a couple months ago and it was perfect timing because I was like, thinking about getting off hormonal birth control. And I was like, okay, I'm sold. I think this is a sign. And she's like, I started taking your soothe right away. And my hormonal acne has totally cleared up and I got my period back. So that was just like, so excited. I was like, happiness overload right now. Um, but yeah, just to get into like really quickly into the other um, herbs that are in soothe for anyone listening who's curious. I know I already mentioned the chased berry extract, which is also known as Vitex. I feel like it's, you see more supplements that say Vitex instead of chased berry. Um, same thing though, Bublurum, Donkai, there's dandelion in there, which is really great for, um, for anyone who was 
following along during my liver series and talking about the importance of liver detoxification, especially when it comes to hormones and your cycle. Um, dandelion is really, really great for this. And it also helps, so it helps to upregulate that phase two detoxification and also supports bifidobacteria growth. So that's really cool. Most people don't know that about dandelion. Um, and then there's parsley in there, which is an aquaretic, which promotes fluid balance. Um, so that will help with bloating and water retention. I have licorice in there, um, peony in there as well, which works really well. It's very synergistic with licorice. Uh, I have ginger in there to help, you know, decrease inflammation, um, to also help with like nausea, breast tenderness, all that jazz. Um, tangerine, I don't think I named that one. Uh, red raspberry, yeah, red raspberry is in there as well, which is so incredible. It's also very nutrient dense, red raspberry is. So I love shake that, especially right after my period. And then buclerum, which I already said that. But yeah, like the other thing is like, you can drink teas and like red raspberry tea. And I hear so many people say like, I bought Yogi brand red raspberry tea and it didn't really do anything for me. And I'm just like, okay, that's again, it's going back to like the clinically dosed. It's like not the herbs fault. It's like, you just didn't get enough of that. And sometimes like, especially with tea being high in histamines, sometimes that's not always the best thing actually for us to just be drinking, you know, 10 glasses of tea during the day, um, you know, that can cause a histamine response in a lot of people and therefore inflammation. And then inflammation will cause those cramps and the acne, the bloating, and you know, it's, it's everything's always connected. So that's why I really like the, the herbal supplement is because it's very easily digestible. It's vegan and it's gluten-free. And so it ha it's a veggie capsule. Um, and so it's just like, you just take two of those a day. And I have girls, uh, girls and women of all ages, putting it into like their smoothies or into their lattes or someone made like an, a hormone healthy energy ball with them. So I'm like, whatever, however you want to consume them, I'm all here for it. Uh, but yeah. Amazing. So we can, are you sold out right now? No girl, I'm back oh. in. Okay, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So we can have it linked up in the show notes totally. for everyone who wants to get their hands on that. Thanks, Maddie. Yay, of course. I of loved course, the course. deep dive into what's in Soothe. That's so perfect. It's magical. I love it. It's my baby. And yeah, if anyone has any questions, do I have a whole podcast episode on it. Um, and the cool thing about herbs are like, even though that podcast was an hour long and I really got into them all, um, I really kind of focused on how they help with the female cycle, but those herbs are also so great for so many things and herbs really adapt to what your body need, which is also the really great thing about them. So, um, gosh, I mean, I could do many more hour long podcast episodes. Like I even just mentioned how dandelion was great for your liver and great for your gut. Um, and I don't even know if I mentioned that in the in the episode, I think I really just focused on how it helps your hormones specifically. So it's really cool how like all of these herbs have both direct and indirect impacts on your hormones um, through influencing other vital organs within your body. Okay, we will also link up the podcast episode in the show notes too, sweetheart. And I could also just keep talking to you for like another hour or more. <laughs> but I am going to ask you one last question that I ask all my guests. And that is what does it mean to you to be unbreakable? Oh, I... I'm going to say to be unbreakable is to just be, it's the same thing as being empowered. So just being so 
in love with yourself and with life and being so knowledgeable too about like what is right for you and being able to show up in this you know social media driven technology driven society that we live in and to see what other people are doing and what they're doing on a daily basis and how they look but still to come back to your inner sense and know what is right for your body and to always make decisions based on that beautiful that's that's unbreakable (laughs) so where can our friends listening to the show today find you and connect more with you because I know you also I mean obviously you're on Instagram I know you are posting to TikTok these days too I believe and Mm -hmm. um you have a podcast Yes. Yeah. So find me on all the things. Um, I can meet you where you're at, whether it's Instagram or it's TikTok. It's just my name, the Maddie Miles. And then Peace Love Hormones Instagram account is just Peace Love Hormones, but it's linked through my Instagram bio. Um, and podcast, Peace Love Hormones on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And then the website is also Peace Love Hormones. So it's pretty much the same name across everything. And um, also I do like to share the code with um, all of my podcast listeners. So I, and I also share it with any podcast that I'm on that they can just use code podcast um for a little special discount on their seeds order and I also have like a hormone harmony ebook I have a vegan ebook as well and if you want to work with me one-on-one which I actually am maybe booked up for the rest of the year but at this point can't believe it's already November it's crazy um but uh that's also within my website as well everything is within my website (laughs) amazing thank you so much sweetheart this was so great (laughs) 